I am Bams, and I am your storyteller, and I am joined by my wonderful cast. I'm Jupiter, and I play Missy, the forever teen, misunderstood, emo, Malkavian. Hi, I'm Oz. I play Arthur Subchak, the Nosferatu. <laughs> I'm Tom, and I play Jimmy, the best Toreador from the 80s. Hi, I'm Super Cookie. I am playing Coco. Missy, you go down to Sal's pawn shop. Lucky Sal. Use the key that Art gave you to get inside, and what are you looking around for? He said I could find all the stuff I need to make a tripwire. So, I guess, wire? Wire cutters? I don't know. What's in there? Oh, what isn't in there? There is a little bit of everything in here. There is even a small cabinet that is locked up behind the counter with an extra like padlock on it. As that's two being, you know, that being the extra that has small pistols in it, like small handguns. There's the phone booth in the corner, there's there's a bicycle, there's some skis there's all kinds of junk you can find some tools to get you like some wire cutters or wire strippers something along those lines with the which the cut you can find there's a weed whacker a big cord of extension cord those orange ones for outdoor work one of those hedge trimmers that looks like like a sword with pointy boats sticking out of the side, they go da, 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 back and forth. Mm-hmm. There is not a table saw, but like a circular saw similar to what you sold to Art. And just a, a mixed mash of, of things. I'll take the extension cords, but I'm going to have to like strip that just so I have because a giant orange extension cord is going to be seen. So I'm going to have to strip that and just uh, use wire inside of it. So we'll do that. Get some wire strippers, wire cutters, whatnot. And you said it was a padlock on the cabinet that had the guns? Yeah. There's two of them. Can I try to break into those? Yeah. What's one that looks like it'll just fit nicely concealed in a hoodie pocket? There's a small snub nose. 236? That, no. Fuck. I'm thinking like that small revolver that... I know what you're talking about, yeah. And I'll, I'll pick that up and just kind of put it in the, the hoodie pocket. No, that is, that is exactly what I'm... Okay. Uh, okay. So a 350... Oh, I guess that's probably not... No, a, not a 357. No. no. That's too big. It's not going to fit in my hoodie. No, it's if you want a subcompact revolver, you're either going to get a 38 special or you're going to get like a 22. I don't want a 22. You want something a little bit more, a little bit bigger. I'll take the 38 special. Thank you. 38 stem nose. Sure. There you go. There's also a, a big honking pistol. Not something you recognize. And then there's just like a Glock and a nine millimeter that are in here that, you know, more run of the mill guns. Tempting. 
Very tempting, but I'm going to take that small compact gun. Yeah. Yeah. Why not? Yeah, why not? Just steal from your friends. I bring him stuff. I might return this. We don't know. Only one way to find out. Exactly. Yeah, just do one more sweep around and look at the stake in my hand that I I picked up on my way here. and Can't find a better replacement in the pawn shop for it. It would be really strange if it had, like, professionally made and manufactured wooden stakes that are got custom grips and stuff on them specifically for killing vampires. It'd be really strange for him to have that kind of stuff. Doesn't every pawn shop have a Van Helsing vampire kill kit? I've never seen that in any pawn shop that I have ever been in. Oh, well, we're in a mall, and I figure malls sell those kinds of things. Maybe if there was like a hot topic. Yeah. <laughs> Spencer's. Then yeah, lock everything up and uh, head to the Forever 21. Are you being quiet? Yes. Are you being supernaturally quiet? Yes. You will see You will see Coco attempting to to meditate or something in here. She obviously does not hear you as you enter. And clearly it's it's obvious she's changed her clothes, right? Yeah. I want to find the clothes she took off. Are you also going to be invisible or are you just going to be? Mm-hmm. But you're able to root around in here and you will find, I don't know, Coco, where did you throw the clothes that you were wearing? Uh, On the floor in the um, changing room that I use as like my closet room. So that's where those are. She'll find them there, and she'll change into them. Single white femaleing her. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it is. I'm sure it's not all black, just what she usually wears. So I don't know what I've just put on my person. Let's find out, Coco. What did she just put on? Last night, before I went out with Vampire Mommy, I put on a like oversized black hoodie. And a pair of really dark pants, pretty black jeans, I would say, and like a dirty old like t-shirt, you know, just like baggy. I mean, it's made to look dirty and old, but, you know, it's comfortable. My God, it's like you were in my closet. Thank you. Best friends. Best friends. (laughs) And you just sit in there and start stripping wire? Yeah. Just being quiet, and then once that's done, I'll go back out and set up that uh, tripwire. Being unseen. Art, what were you up to? He is uh, elbow deep in one of his doggy bags right now, since uh, there's no sense in me keeping extra points of hunger when I don't need to, and I had leftovers. Nom, 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 nom. Uh, he's quickly reviewing security cams uh, for the rest of the evening, previous evening, trying to also do some research on the bar that the biker gang, the people's taken over, goes to or hangs out at. Are you able to find a Facebook page that's, you know, here is the rec room. This is something that somebody put together 
years ago when Facebook started getting big and everybody started making pages for every little thing and has not been updated since. It has an address. It has a picture. What else would you like to know about this shithole bar? Entrances and exits. Points of egress. Now that you have a specific, like an exact address, you can look it up on Google Earth and you can see the Google Street View of the bar and you can look at it a little bit and see what it looks like. It seems like there's just three. There's a main entrance, a to-go beer entrance, and then there's a, an exit in the back because there has to be fire code. Since floor plans are um, public information, let's see if there's a basement in this place. Where are they storing the beer? This was originally a much bigger building for something else that they have since locked off the back area for and have set up the front for this bar area. It just has like a big extension around the back of it that seems to be where they've just added on space for storage of presumably beer or other supplies. You know, they do do a little bit of food out of here, so maybe that's where they have, they keep rolls or walk-in fridges back there, something along those lines. All right, well, um, gosh, it's too bad I don't have the uh, cameras from this place, but that's fine, that's fine. I'm going to make sure I've got my gat, some of my steak. Going to start getting some uh, bottles filled with gasoline, and I need a pipe wrench because I think one of the other things I might do is start a gas leak in this place. It's risky, but we'll see what happens. As you are sitting in here and getting your tools of ill intent together. You will see Jimmy coming back on some of the outside cameras. Mm -hmm. And as we cut over to Jimmy, as he is walking back into the mall, where are you heading, buddy? He's not really certain where people are. So he goes to the food court. Doesn't see anyone. Well, he doesn't know where to go. He doesn't want to bug Art. He's doing whatever he's doing. Doesn't know where Missy is, uh, but fuck it. Work on his car. So this goes to the service department of the Sears and just uh, doesn't have any parts right now that he needs to install, but he's actually going to review his list of parts he needs and maybe actually get his car working sometime this decade. Well, the good news is, is as a vampire, you are immortal and you have plenty of time to figure it all out. I suppose then, though, that time will just pass for the moment. I don't think there's necessarily anything pressing. Missy is going to be busy for a little while playing with this extension cord, slicing it down and hanging out in here and Coco spends a little time trying to get in touch with her inner monster 
Art's doing his internet stuff and you're messing with your car. Who wants to break the, the time passing and how much time does it take? Mm, I guess Art will. He'll step back out of his office. He's got a black hoodie on now as well. It's in fairly terrible shape. There's uh, his yellow t-shirt on underneath it. You can see through the holes. He's got a athletic bag and it's got what looks like a six pack and some rags and it's got a pipe wrench in there, some other like hacksaws and other interesting tools. And of course there's a pack of smokes hanging off to the side pocket. His boots actually squeak on the floor as he uh, heads over to the food court. He's got a cigarette in one hand and he's got his phone in the other. And he is working on texting everybody else to come meet him. And they're going to get ready to cause some trouble. How long do you think it took Art to get all of his stuff ready? An hour at most. Everybody receives a text. I think an hour is plenty of time to strip wire and get that uh, set up at the entrance of the Forever 21. Sure. Standing outside admiring the handiwork, the text comes in. Check and make sure Coco didn't hear it because, again, she's trying not to be seen. She'll read the message and then slowly back away from the store and start heading toward the food court. Yeah, when my phone buzzes, kind of shakes me out of my relaxation. So, of course, I check it and gather up my things, blow out my candle, and head down to the food court as well. Jimmy has the uh, engine out of the car on a hoist. He's looking at all the stuff when he gets the text hands are a little greasy, but whatever he'll head over. Sorry. Jimmy gets a beep. My apologies. Yeah. Also, I want to know if Coco tripped over the tripwire or noticed it. Missy, what did you set the other end of this trip line to like, what's the, does it set off an alarm? Is it just there to make somebody fall? Is it just, what's the, the goal with it? I think it's like attached to like leftover mannequin bits. Hopefully somebody will trip, but if not, they'll at least, you know, if they hit that trip wire, the mannequins will fall over and at least make a noise. Coco, you were normally pretty clumsy, right? Yeah, normally. In leaving the Forever 21, your foot catches on something and... You hear the sound of mannequins falling over, but you do a, a little spin, a little shift from one foot to the other, and you're still standing. You didn't fall on your ass. Um, did you see me running around that building? I'm kind of badass now. All right. And I just like wipe the dirt off my shoulder. Uh, Missy, are you? visible when you're standing out here or are you still no no no. i moved away toward the food court i didn't see any of this perfect nobody saw 
Coco being awesome. Nobody saw Madame Badass, no. But yeah, there is a, a bit of wire that is across the front of the Forever 21 here that just pulled over a bunch of mannequins that was not here earlier. What the fuck? I kind of like close my eyes and see if when I open like my eye again, if it wired anything up, you know, like if my meditation was that strong. No, it doesn't doesn't seem to be anything like that. That just doesn't make sense at all. So just like kick the mannequin and keep walking. Everybody, I guess, comes back together in the food court. Everybody that approaches sees Missy wearing uh, black jeans and a black hoodie that are too big for her. Coco, you will recognize that outfit. Um, so you could ask. I thought besties didn't have to. I mean, it's still polite, but like, are we for real best friends? You were meditating. I didn't want to interrupt. Did you try and tie my mannequins together because that was janky and fucked up? Did you trip over it? Did you ruin it? Now I have to go fix it all again. Sorry, best friend. So how did the meditation go? Um, Well, I can't grow my fingernails yet, but there's definitely something in there. That's pretty cool. I feel like, like a hungry sponge. A hungry sponge. Yeah, I'm like a little hungry. Well, did you gain any insight as to the location of your sire? Um, I didn't think that I was supposed to be doing that yet. I thought that you had to like wait. I was just trying to like, you know, like talk to like my beast. That's fine. You're hungry. I understand. Fortunately for you, I have a place where you can get a snack. And we will head that direction once everybody is here. You see Jimmy walking from the the Sears to the uh, pawn shop. But then he sees everyone at the cafeteria. And he goes, "Did, did you beat me? Of course I beeped you. Oh, Oh, okay. I can't text you because you don't have a cellular phone. I was about to go make a call to call who beeped me. You didn't put a message in, so... Yeah, yep, okay, cool. Whatever, what's up? Well, I've made a few preparations, and I think that since Coco is feeling a little bit hungry and... We do need to do some uh, reconnoitering. We would go to the rec room. She could have a snack. You all can have a look around. I will have a look around outside. And we will see if this is indeed the place that people likes to make her den. Rec room. That's that's no karaoke is there, is there? No. It is not karaoke kind of bar. There's so few and far between now. It's horrible. Yes, well, the last one apparently uh, burned down in gas explosion. I don't know if I'll ever um, forgive the Camarilla for doing that. Well, perhaps once all this has blown over and I am able to extend my 
plans for the mall, we can put in karaoke bar. I will probably have to run it by Walter unless something untoward happens to him. Speaking of Walter, Jimmy, you remember that... Oh. Ah, right. Walter wanted to see us. Roach found us. Me. And, uh, we were supposed to go probably 20 minutes ago. But, uh, you know, Walter, he's easy to forget about. Uh, yes, I do know Walter. Well, the night is still relatively young. We can stop off at Walter's on the way to the rec room, see what he has to say. Yeah, he wasn't happy. Roach was, uh, a little battered and bruised. Poor Roach to be stomped on. Well, no time like the present. I shall put this in the trunk of the car. He'll grab his bag and gesture for everybody to follow to the rookie mobile. Na 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 na. How does Coco feel about getting into the rookie mobile? Sad. Always pretty shitty. I wish they would get a new car. Working on it. But you guys are able to pile in and take a drive over to Walter's. Is everybody going in, or is just Jamie going in, or what, what's your plan here now that you guys are... We were told everyone. It's true. So everyone should go in. You were also told like 20, 30 minutes ago, but you didn't, you didn't do that either, so... Yeah, whatever. Well, survive. The four of you come up to the front door, give it a knock. You hear Roach's voice on the other side that says that he'll be right there. Pulls the door open, looks through the crack that's got the little chain on it that wouldn't really stop any of you. Sees that you're all here, shuts the door, click, 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 opens it up. Sorry for taking so long, man. We got uh, caught up in something. He'll look out to see that it's all four of you, and he says, good, good, come in, come in. And when he says for you to come in, Coco, you can feel a little bit of a a slight weight that was on you come off. Weird. Okay. It must be the meditation. It's clearly helping. Roach quickly jogs, almost, back to get to the next door for you guys to go over and to go down the stairs into Walter's room. Art's taking his time, checking things out. He always does when they go to Walter's place. He's always checking to see if if any of the usual security measures have been changed since the last time he's shown up. So far, hasn't really changed at all. Does not look as though there have been any major updates. Art makes a mental note that when he gets back to the studio, he's going to change some of the security procedures around. I like that you call it a studio. That's what it is. It's where he creates art. He does. As the door opens, you hear Walter's voice yell out. They better be here, or you better not be coming down. Hey, Baron Walter, it's been three days. It's becoming a bit of a pleasant habit seeing you so often now. There's a creak on his little love seat as he turns to look up at all of you. One arm coming up and over, just 
the fat kind of just squishing against it, and he's just mean mugging the four of you. Don't look at us like that. It's not our fault. Art, I imagine you're the last person in. Yep. And as he sees Art come in as the last person, his gaze sticks on Art. And just, you don't even need to, like, wits insight this. There is anger and hate in his eyes. I feel so honored to be here, Baron. Shut the fuck up. What did you do? What's going on? Art just looks back. He was told not to speak. He shut the fuck up. The Sabbat seem to have entered the city and offed a certain harpy. I'm sure you've heard that already. I have. And why have I heard it from somebody else when it happened? And he waves his arm, the cellulite underneath of it, coming to rest after his arm does as he points in the direction of the mall. Why haven't I been told? Well... Because you said no more killings happening at the mall, so I wanted to remove evidence of it happening at the mall. It seemed, however, that um, Art here uh, made it so more people knew what happened at the mall. There was a lack of communication on what was being planned by certain people. Coco. You don't need any kind of supernatural prowess or powers to know that this man is very upset. But you can feel it inside. Down then where you felt that hunger earlier, something in there is telling you that he is very upset. I just kind of take a half a step backwards because he's disgusting and really angry. You bump into Roach, who is trying to look very small in this room. Ugh, uh, half a step back forward. Just fidgety now. I said no more killings, and then one of the most important people in the city is dead on our doorstep. How do you explain that? Well, I mean, you've become such a couch baron that you are the couch, so maybe He leaps you... at you. He straight on just into the frenzy that he was riding the, the wave of and goes to attack you. Am I caught at surprise? So let me ask you this. Were you intending to... I was trying to cause something, yeah. Then no, you are not surprised. You obviously knew that he was angry, but when you you just pushed that button, that was it. And here he comes with a a speed that a man of his size should probably not have. But when you have supernatural capabilities, then, you know, you don't have to worry about things like exhaustion and tired and tearing muscles, pulling and having the extra strength doesn't hurt. Can I activate my celerity stuff to dodge? With a snarl and a growl. Walter shoves aside this love seat as he's just hands outstretched, fangs bared, mouth open, ah, going for you as you very easily avoid him with your slimmer and quicker form. What are the other three of you doing? Um, 
when he lunges at Jimmy and it's very obvious it's an attack, Misty's going to pull the stake out and be on his backside and try to stake him through the back. Art's going to pull his stake and try and stake him from the front. And Coco promised no killing, so standing as far away, basically sitting on her hands. What does it look like between the two of you as you stake Walter? I will let Art describe it, since I did all the rolling. Everybody walked into this room expecting something was going to go down. And as Walter lunges over the love seat, and it's almost as if it's rehearsed, Missy and Art exchange a look, and both of them have stakes out, even as Jimmy is moving aside. And Art has just kind of replaced uh, Jimmy in the charge, and he's got a stake point out, and it's almost like two Nosferatu are embracing, and somehow Art just kind of pushes Walter to a stop as Missy is just hammering a stake into the back, almost like they've been practicing this for months. It's all in slow motion, but it's very fluid. And before Walter can react, he's staked. He's limp, paralyzed in Art's arms. Coco, as you watch this go down, you feel a surge of anger and hate coming from behind you. Where Roach is. Do you do anything in this moment before he does something? Uh, absolutely. I want to tuck and roll as far away from that like dark feeling that I can. She's just getting out of his way. Yeah, I, I know that that nasty little like person creature thing is behind me. Like, what if he hurts me too? I have to move. You move out of the way as Roach pulls up a gun, points it at Jimmy, and pulls the trigger. The crack of a bullet being fired, and then it hits the wall next to you. It would have hit you if Art had not interposed himself for the staking as you backed up to dodge Walter's haphazard lunge. What do you guys look to do with poor... Or Roach. Well, Jimmy charges Roach. Do you intend to kill him, or are you just going to... No, no. Uh, Jimmy is going to try and knock the gun out, and then just pin him. Surprising nobody, a single mortal is no match for four vampires. And you are able to to push him up against the wall, get the gun out of his hands, and he just starts swearing and cursing your name for a few seconds. What are the rest of you doing? Oh, sorry. Jimmy also says, you'll thank me later. So Art's got Walter in his arms and Walter's paralyzed. And he's looking at this flabby motherfucker. And he looks at Coco and he looks at Missy and looks back down at Walter. And well, this is not what I was expecting to do this evening, but as this is a clear case of self-defense in the eyes of the law, as he has attacked a deputy of the Camarilla and his retinue, 
I believe we will have to go ahead and take matters into our own hands. Uh, you you told me no killing. I'm not sure if this is like a special um, circumstance. Um, should I kill the little one? Just final the fucking fat ass. And no, I got Roach. You keep him there. Mischief, what do you say? He did attack a deputy. He did. We can't have that. We have to abide by the rules. We do. Otherwise, it's anarchy. We cannot have anarchy. Hmm. Coco, I know I have not been very effective as a surrogate sire, but this is a lesson that I will teach you. There are times when we must take extreme measures in order to... Mm. In order to properly safeguard our lives and livelihoods, this is one of those times. You said you are hungry, yes? Um, yeah, I, I could eat, but I mean, he like, he's disgusting. The blood does smell good, though. This is the thing that I will tell you now. Drink him dry. You have my blessing. Um, my eyes get all big. Are it, it's okay? And I just like look to Missy. Yeah, you're doing it for your coterie. Um, no more words. Just face first into the fleshy part. Get both sets of fangs going. Perfect. Coco, Art gives you the okay. And that beast inside you, that hunger, just wells up and you are... Yeah, let's fucking do this. You dive in, fangs bared, you push his head, limp and rolling to the side, stretches out a little bit of that fat on his neck, and you just go in and you drink. You've been drinking blood for about a week now, and Jimmy's was was really good. This is also really good, but it's on a a different style. It's it's almost sickeningly sweet, as though it was full of too much sugar and too much just like syrupy grossness. It's thicker than people's blood. It's even thicker than Jimmy's blood. It's like drinking maple syrup straight from the bottle. Almost. And you pull deep and you can feel it. And he is getting weaker. You can't really tell how his body is doing because he is staked and he is limp in your arms, but you are pulling and pulling and gets to a part where you don't feel any more blood in him. I will pause and say that if you don't want to to keep drinking past the blood, but I feel like you're on board for the super murder. I hate him. He's disgusting. I want to, like, murder him into the ground ground. Wonderful. And you can feel something there on the edge of your thirst that has since been quenched. But whereas the people that you had drained and killed earlier had nothing else to offer at this point when all of their blood was gone, you can feel something else here and you pull and you feel it get closer and you pull again. And then you start to drink it in and Oh my word. 
when you first became a vampire, drinking blood was better than any of the food that you had eaten previously. And that was kind of strange, and that was kind of good. And now, when you were drinking that one drink of Jimmy's blood, that was even better than human blood. And this, this blows everything else out of the water. This is though drinking blood is is like eating sand. This is how much better it is. And you can feel it. And that bit of your beast, that inner hunger that you got in touch with earlier, drinks it in and you can feel it getting stronger and stronger as it just swells up inside you. And then that sand thought earlier of what other blood was compared to this starts to to fill your mouth a little bit as Walter's body starts to turn to ash in your arms, in Art's arms and in Missy's arms. And the moment is broken as a wooden stake clatters to the ground. I will probably have to run it by Walter unless something untoward happens to him. Speaking of Walter, Jimmy, you remember that... <laughs> Shoot, I completely forgot about that. Uh, oh. oh! It's very fitting. It's, it's perfect. It's extremely fitting. What are the other three of you doing? Um, when he lunges at Jimmy and it's very obvious it's an attack. Missy's going to pull the stake out and be on his backside and try to stake him through the back. Art's going to pull his stake and try and stake him from the front. And Coco promised no killing, so standing as far away, basically sitting on her hands. Those of you that are attempting to stake, do you want to do a teamwork situation, or do you want to each make your individual rolls. You do need a called shot to stake and you need to do five points of damage before um, before you can successfully get the stake in where it needs to go. Oof. Okay. It is difficult. I know. Okay. Uh, what do we use for the roll then if it's not teamwork? Uh, I believe it is dexterity plus melee. And then if it is teamwork, we just use the same person's you would use whichever of the two of you has the highest, and you would get an extra die. Uh, I have five total pips with uh, melee and dexterity. Uh, so I think I have the highest. Art, do you have more dexterity than I? He does not. Okay. Do you want to do the teamwork? Art, you may be muted. Thank yes, you, I've been I've been talking without being pushed to oh. talk. I have I have three dots in dexterity. Let's do the teamwork. Okay, so we have to get five, but we get an extra die. So I would be rolling six die. You you get an extra die. You would be rolling six die. You may rouse the blood to add two more die. I will rouse uh, the blood at the, at the risk of hunger. You need to do five points of damage before damage is halved, and I believe you lose. Um, I think because it's a cold shot, you lose a success or two. Uh, and right. he will still get a dex athletics to try and dodge it. But guess what? He's not very good at dex and athletics. All right, so I'm going to roll eight die now. Yes. 
Okay. Dex. Adding three die. So I roused, and that was successful. No hunger. <gasps> Holy shit. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. So, side tangent here. <laughs> what the fuck, Roll20, is your problem? Roll20 <laughs> loves me sometimes. Roll20 loves Misty. Fucking hates Walter. I mean, everybody hates Walter. That's fair. Most people hate Walter because I even asked in the the faction chat. I was like, "Yo, what do you guys think if something were to happen to Walter?" And they're like, "Well," and they said a few things. But something's been fucking up with roll twenty because there you rolled eight dice and got eight successes. Um, I rolled seven and got five. Missy rolled five earlier, got five successes. Uh. Coco rolled four, got four successes. And for clarity, none of these are crits, so there's no like extra successes from that. So it's not like she rolled four dice, got two tens, and got four successes. No, she rolled four, four dice and succeeded on four, all four of them. Last night when we were playing L5R, I asked for a couple of rolls throughout the night, one of which was an athletics roll, and the fucking Shugenja, the wizard... Uh, where the fuck, where is it? Hold on, let me scroll here real quick. On 4d10s, where it explodes on top of themselves, rolled a 72. Glorious. One of the other characters in that same roll rolled a 41. With, uh, they had eight dice, so they almost doubled with half of the dice. And there was another roll later on. With seven dice, keeping four of them, they rolled a 50. And then I think there was like a 55 somewhere else. So like roll 20 is on the drugs somehow with this shit. I don't get it. Uh, Not 1d20. The dice have spoken. The dice have spoken. What does it look like between the two of you as you stake Walter? You move out of the way as Roach pulls up a gun, points it at Jimmy, and pulls the trigger. Good news is is he is likely not very good at this either. Jimmy, you may roll your normal dex and athletics minus one. Do I get my celerity bonus? Or because I'm not aware? You only get that once per... Oh, that's right. Okay. Per go-round. Athletics plus dex minus one. No, that goes in your favor because you are you are a PC. Okay, good. Just final the fucking fat ass. And no, I got Roach. You keep him there. Mischief, what do you say? He did attack a deputy. He did. We can't have that. We have to abide by the rules. We do. Otherwise it's anarchy. We cannot have anarchy. Hmm. Coco, if you would come here for a moment, please. I will interrupt to point out that even though you have been temporarily deputized, you do not have right of destruction. Well, unfortunately, you need witnesses for that. I'm just making sure that we are clear on what and what not you are allowed to do in your temporary position. Crystal clear. Proceed. 
Thank you. No more words. Just face first into the fleshy part. Get both sets of fangs going. Perfect. Oh, man. I'm so happy. I don't know what to tell you, my prince. (laughs) He was murdered by a Sibot gangrel that we know is in the area. Uh, So Walter has been kindred for quite a while. So uh, when he dies, which he's about to do, um, he will ash. Mm-hmm. Is there like a dirt devil or a Hoover or a Roomba? Uh, you know what? Does there- his blood <laughs> taste like diabetes? Oh my god! <laughs> wow. <laughs> so we're gonna have to do some some rolls here because <laughs> this this is not what I was expecting to happen. Um. Neither was I. He says as he fucking sends four troublemakers in after a, a Look, couch bearer is, who's been writing frenzy for three days. This is your fault because I asked you whether or not you had a backdoor into Walter's systems and fucked with his shit. And you said, of course. Uh-huh. So when he finds out that Carol had been murdered on his area... And then he goes to check his shit, and there's nothing there. Oh, oh, uh huh. Hey, I was following my touchstone conviction. Take care of your own. Jimmy was attacked. I may not like him, but he's part of the coterie, and I did what I had to do. Oh no, I d- everything up until have a snack. A okay. Uh, uh, excuse me. Street code number three. Clean up after yourself. So first things first, uh you get it you get a nice little bite, which is cool. Uh you will be able to reduce your hunger to zero, but we're gonna need to um we're gonna need to make some rolls here because there are extra things when you attempt to drink somebody dry. So first thing I need from you is to roll strength plus resolve. The difficulty is three. If you want, you can risk rousing the blood for hunger to uh, get some extra dice. Because I know that your resolve uh, is not super high. Yeah, let's let's get some more dice. Okay, go ahead and rouse. Cool. You get one point hungrier for the moment. Sorry, I got to open up an additional thing because I had to double check. So now you will roll strength plus resolve, uh, adding two dice. Oh, looks pretty good there. That's a good start. Uh, what do I feel like the blood potency of this dude's thing is? I feel like he might. I feel like he might be too, because he's been here for a while. So give me a second roll. Same thing. Yeah, you may spend. Or you may roll to uh, to rouse the blood again. I will also point out that that is yet another 100% success rate. Yeah. Don't get hungry this time. Cool. Success number two. 
This is what we needed. Oh, next. Uh, you can go ahead and erase a point of humanity. And then you can roll a roll of your humanity plus your blood potency. There's the victim's resolve plus blood potency. So I feel like. Wait, I think I did that wrong. Uh, you would owe me two more dice, I think. And you cannot willpower this roll because it's a tracker roll, not an attribute roll. <laughs> oh man, that's seven. That is seven. Uh, let me just double check the description of resolve so that I know where my. Uh, yeah, he sounds like a two. You can settle in for the long haul as long as it's not too long. Walter is kind of garbage. Um, cool. So you have five extra successes on top of me. Let me get back to the Diablery page. And this will be the part where we will have to talk over the coming week or so. Because you will now get the opportunity with your five successes to add 25 experience points that you can spend on disciplines that he knew. Perfect. This is great. Once the deed's done, Missy's going to take her stake back. Oh, hold on. Let me make sure that I'm not missing anything. I want to make sure yeah. that uh, that one's not relevant. Because uh, this obviously requires a an actual description once we get all these mechanics out of the way. If the victim was of a lower generation, Diablery lowers their generation by one? He was not. Yes, uh, Coco, the Diablerist, is lower generation than almost everybody in the city. Not almost everybody, but a significant portion. Cool. And that feels like a pretty good place to cut it. Yeah, it does. Mm-hmm. Do. I love you guys. This Vampire the Masquerade Chronicle is a non-official, fan-created work by the Without a Net podcast. Portions of the materials used in this actual play are the copyrights and trademarks of Paradox Interactive AB and are used with their permission. All rights are reserved. For any further information in those regards, or maybe upcoming releases, eh? You can find them at worldofdarkness.com.